Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is the free version of Wrong Opinion on either iTunes or Spotify. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's a full version on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrongop, where you could get full hour to hour and a half long episodes for just three bucks a month if you want just the audio. But I also have a video version, which is eight bucks a month, and you get video and audio. You get it all. I haven't even raised the prices considering the massive inflation going on, so it's really basically free. And you can just go there, patreon.com forward slash P. With that being said, here is the free version, you fucking commie. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is Wrong Opinion. I usually do movies before, you know? Uh, I usually put movie clips before the episodes. And if you're just listening, you're missing out on a whole world of Wrong Opinion. You don't, you don't even know exists. So you, you always hear a song, and you're always like, why is, why is the intro a minute and a half long usually? And it's because I, I, I put movie stuff, like movies I like, and then uh, you know clips of cinematography I like and all that. And then I'll put that in the description. If you're ever like, hey, I wonder what movie that is, it's in the description. By the way, from now on, I'm putting the link to the Apple Music playlist. I don't have Spotify. I'm a boomer. Whatever. Sorry. Uh, I, I, uh, I always update the, the playlist as well with the songs you hear in the intro and outro. So that the link to that is now always in the description as well. So like I said, I always put movie clips, but today I chose a cartoon. I know cartoons are for kids, but because we live in an infantilized time, there's such a thing as cartoons for adults. And, you know, sometimes some of them are, are good. Most of the time they're trash, but some of them are good usually. I mean, not usually, uh, sometimes. And uh, that's a clip from Smiling Friends Season 1, Episode 4, A Silly Halloween Special. I suggest you watch that whole episode. It's on YouTube. I also put it on the Telegram, for wrong opinion, the Telegram channel there, which the link is in the description. So if you want to go watch it, watch it. The ending is perfect. The it, It's so good that you, you're, you're kind of like, how, how is this allowed to be made? It feels like it was made for us, for people on our side, and it makes fun of racism, which I think I might be naming this episode Racism is Fake or Racism Isn't Real. Maybe I've named an episode something like that before, but it's something that's on my mind today, and I'll get to that in a little bit. But watch that episode of that cartoon. Uh, the outro is going to give away the, the punchline of the joke. So if you just want a condensed version, then just watch the outro. If you don't want spoilers, skip the outro today. It's funny, but skip it. And uh, before I get to the meat of that, by the way, it, the the <laughs> the weather update in this room I'm in right now where I do the show, 91 degrees in here, so it's very hot. And we'll see how this show goes because the the higher the temperature, the lower the IQ. That's typically how it goes. And it can also happen in real time. Um, words not good from brain when come out of mouth. So before I get to the meat of the episode, I do want to mention Truth Social app. I've been using it for like four or five days. It's actually pretty smooth. The app is pretty smooth. Uh, Trump's new app, which I honestly, I think they should have called it Trumpet. I said President Trump should have named his app Trumpet. To RT someone, to retweet someone, you press the Trumpet icon. It's a no-brainer. And uh, I also tweeted something like that in January, but it's true. 
But I do have some thoughts on the app. It's 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 a little conservatives are a little bit naive when it comes to tech or even entertainment. Like optics wise, the only time in my lifetime that I can remember Republicans beat Democrats in optics was when Trump had the Republican convention a few months before the election. It, it, it was grand. It was big. It was pretty. The location was pretty. Locations, pretty. And then the Democrats, because they had to stick to the COVID thing, they did it over Zoom. And then you're like, oh, they're trying to lose this election. But they were so confident because they had it in the bag beforehand, before there was ever a vote cast. They just had it. They had a plan to fortify the election. So uh, optics wise, Republicans, conservatives never really understand it very much. Uh, I think partially because at the heart of conservatism, and I'm not talking about the parties and I'm not talking about the average political enjoyer. I think at the heart of the philosophy behind conservatism, you're, you're trying to keep progress at a standstill. And I think that's a good thing, especially with what we have seen what, with what progress has shown us to be. Progress has shown us that it's um, a race to the bottom and, and, and it just 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 um, framed as as something positive. you know like the peop- you ask anyone what they think of the word progress and they have a positive outlook on it. They have a positive view. they, they feel, something good with regards to it. Whereas I don't, I have a revulsion towards that word. I, 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 I hear that word or I see that word and I feel disgusted because I have my eyes open to what's going on. A lot of people really don't. And I think that when conservatives, um, philosophically speaking, when, when we just want to slow things down or stop them and even go backwards, we're not really paying attention to aesthetics. Um, we that's kind of like the least of our concern. It's 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 on the bottom of the totem pole. Whereas for liberals and progressives, it's pretty high up there because it's the only thing that sells their vision aesthetic. So they understand aesthetics very well. Um, it, it, for, I'll give you an example. The in the early two thousands, when when they used people like John Stewart to promote certain agendas, it was done very effectively because they used humor and conservatives never really did that up until Trump like Trump knows comedy he it's kind of like in his gut he inherently knows it he inherently understands it he inherently knows how to talk to the average blue collar person and you can really break through with humor and he did it very well so could liberals just knew it's part of their playbook to understand aesthetic it's it's part of their playbook um and it's funny because I'm gonna <laughs> it's going to almost seem like I am um, hypocritical or I haven't really thought this thought through too much because they are also really bad at aesthetic. And I will show you an example later on in this podcast with regards to New York Fashion Week. I think that it's two separate things. And I, I, I think I got to think about it a little bit more, but it definitely is two separate things. Um, because part of a race to the bottom is, is by declaring that there's no such thing as beauty and embracing the ugliness. So they do do that. But, um, when it comes to the products that, that they release when it, for instance, when it comes to Hollywood film or when it comes to an application on your phone, 
um, they they really do care about the look and feel of something. And I think that it's kind of like a way to trap people. It's a way to get them onto your side. It's a way to um, think of you as fun, think of themselves as fun, think of their agenda as fun um, and easy to use, user-friendly. So so it's kind of like they they maybe that they are hypocrites, that they embrace ugliness and they promote ugliness and and all of that. And they do it through their art, through their architecture, through their music, through, um, you know, fashion and all of that. But then when it comes to their products, you know, they want to make it as easy to use as possible and as sleek as possible. So they completely understand it. And that's where all the talent is as well. So we're, we're talking about Trump's app and, and it is pretty good. I mean, it's it, for it being basically in beta right now. Uh, you know, I uploaded a video on there. I don't think that there's a, a time limit, you know. Mine wasn't very long, so I'm not sure if there's a time limit. Like on Twitter, you can only upload two minutes and 20 seconds. And on Trump's app, I, I'm not sure, but it was very easy to upload a video as opposed to when Parler was a thing. I don't even know if that app still exists. When Parler was a thing, it, it was agonizing to post a video. So it seems like the people who are working on, I was going to say Trumpet, but on, on Truth Social, the people that are working on it really care about the product and they want it to succeed. But I have some thoughts about this. And, and the reason why it can't succeed is the reason why, and I, I wrote like very crude notes that I'll, I'll just, you know, zoom in and open here on the screen. I'll, I'll read from that in a second. But um, it's impossible. I think it's impossible for this sort of app to succeed. So, f- f- you know, for instance, for it to exist in the app store, they have to monitor so-called hate speech. If they didn't, it wouldn't be allowed in the app store. Um, and and I have seen some of my tweets go up and immediately get flagged because they have some keywords. It's it's not a person doing it; it's a bot. So you can't fault Truth Social for um, censoring a tweet or whatever a truth. I think it's called the truth. You can't fault them for that. It's a bot and they have to, you know, with the guidelines that that they're forced to obey to be in the app store, they have to do it. But all we can hope for is a, just a, a less, a more free and more free and open version of Twitter. But the reason why it can't succeed, though, is the same reason that uh, Christian movies in Hollywood aren't prominent. Um, this will always be a fringe thing. Like if, 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 if they get 2 million users, which I think that they probably will, it will be deemed successful in the eyes of conservatives, but in the eyes of just tech in general, it's, it's abysmal. It's nothing. It doesn't even make a dent because I guarantee you, even when Trump starts using truth social and, and posting their regularly people are going to screenshot it and post it on Twitter. So it's going to be like he's on Twitter, but so it doesn't really matter. So here are my notes. This is what I wrote. I said, Hollywood cares more about the message, China, globalism, current liberal doctrine than money. Now the proof is, I wrote, if Christian films, uh, I don't know why I wrote proof if Christian films, I, I meant, I think I meant to say proof is Christian films. They're made for $5 million usually and they make $30 million. 
So it's a no-brainer. 